Welcome to Theoretical Nonsense, the Big Bang Theory watch-along podcast. No PhD required. We're the podcast that recaps all the episodes of the Big Bang Theory. No spoilers. So hop into your favorite spot, make yourself a grasshopper, and and enjoy enjoy the ride. ride. Hello there, Ryan. Hello, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing amazing because today we are recapping season two of the Big Bang Theory. It's been a whole we season. season two. It took us long enough, but we made it. We made it. I was kind of surprised looking back. I'm like, wow, I thought some of these episodes were season one. Um, it's been it's been a good season. It's been a long yeah. season. It's a long season. It had its ups and downs, but we made it and we are going to recap it today. Mm-hmm. And for any new listeners out there, I'm Rob. This is my co-host, Ryan. We are Theoretical Nonsense, the podcast that recaps, reviews, and deep dives facts from the Big Bang Theory, which we call IQ Points. I've seen the series multiple times, but this is Ryan's first time watching, so we do our best to do no spoilers. So we're not going to dive into any Season 3 spoilers, but I might me- mention a few things here and there. And Ryan is has also been told that he's been very similar to Sheldon, so we keep a, t- a point tally of how close Ryan is to being Sheldon. So we're at end of season two. Where are we? How'd we end up? At the end of season two, we ended up with sixty nine points. Me not being like Sheldon, and seventy two. Me being like Sheldon. Ooh. I had to go back and redo some math because uh, last time I was looking at it, some numbers weren't highlighted. And uh, but the final verdict of 69, not 72 like. And I swear the last couple episodes bumped Sheldon up. He had some moments. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, normally we do a recap episode of every episode. But since we're at the end of season two, just just like what we did at season one, we wanted to just kind of do a little recap, go over some like superlatives. We'll talk about like our favorite episodes, favorite moments, favorite actors and things like that. Even our favorite IQ points. So that's kind of what what we wanted to do on today's episode. You know, uh, looking over the IQ points, uh, I'm not going to spoil any of my favorites yet, but uh, I was... um kind of surprised how many there were and how much we actually talked about how much research we did and how much we actually learned it was surprising I'm like oh yeah I, I remember talking about that and I don't know I just uh was kind of amazed how much we actually learned by doing research on this show and it's like cool stuff too that I'm like oh that's really fascinating yeah that's one thing that I wanted to bring to the show um like I said if this is your first time ever listening we love the big bang theory but there's a lot of haters out there and this podcast is one of those moments to kind of prove that like it's not a dumb show they actually do talk about like a lot they do throw out a lot of great facts out there and some of them are like whoa is that really true and then that's where we did the research yeah and most of them I, I'm seeing their facts are right up, but every now and then they throw something out there and it's like, oh, they're trying to pull one over uh, on us, uh, right? Uh, 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 you didn't uh, say uh, the magic uh. word. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> well, should we just dive into overall thoughts of season two? Yeah, I think so. Did you want to start us off? What I'll was your like off. overall, like, how'd you like se- season two? Highs and lows, I, just generalize it right now and we'll dive into it i like the relationship progression uh we saw some interaction between 
Sheldon and Penny that was very funny and setting up just a strong series. Uh, some great guest stars. Uh, Dr. Stephanie's part was fantastic. And again, with the relationship progression uh, with her and Leonard was great. And then I really liked Stuart, the comic book guy, that he kind of came in towards the end. But as a side character, he worked really well for me. He seemed like a really nice guy and a great addition to this show. And then I also think that the ending that we talked about um, last time was just a really fun way to end this season that uh, traveling like that, I think I've mentioned before, is kind of like Chandler going to Yemen uh, and Friends or Ross having to go to China at the end of season one, I believe, of Friends. Uh, just these uh, epic trips that take them away. It's like, where did this come from? So I, I enjoyed the ending, too, and the progression. Yeah, I really enjoyed this season, too. Um two as well <laughs> two two <laughs> yeah uh, two two but um it definitely isn't my favorite season like since you, this is your first time ever watching no spoilers this is definitely like not the best season it didn't have the best episodes there was a, like a lot of filler episodes it felt like um the will they won't they of penny and leonard was actually kind of annoying like i it's actually kind of annoying that they ended their relationship just after the first episode of season two. Yeah. And then like, they kind of like showed hints that they liked each other, but then they were each in relationships and everything like that. They had moments to just tell each other that they liked each other, but then they just didn't do it. It's, it was like, Oh my God, you are no Ross and Rachel. <laughs> granted, <Yeah. that> was, <laughs> granted they're, they were annoying as fuck too. That's but... <laughs> true. And that's a note I made that I felt like there were, especially towards the beginning of the season, some filler episodes to kind of just keep things interesting and going. It's like, uh, I don't, I didn't know if we really needed that. And like you said, um, some of the conflict was being forced with uh, Leonard and Penny uh, that, yeah, they had opportunities to talk and even their breakup after one date just seemed artificial. So you know, uh, we have to be interested in the romance, but at the same time, that that seemed the beginning of the season did seem kind of like a trudge, like it was forcing itself a little bit. Yeah, but besides that stuff, there was also some really amazing things too. Mm -hmm. uh, we got the introduction of rock paper scissor lizard Spock. Oh, we yeah. got the friendship algorithm and our first bazinga. And like you said, we meet Stuart and, well, I guess Kripke. He's a good antagonist. But <laughs> I was going to say that I I don't know how I feel about him. He's kind of annoying and I know he's supposed to be annoying, but I really wish that he had some redeeming quality to make him more interesting, not just like a jackass, a complete jackass secondary two-dimensional character. So, you know, he's uh, a good antagonist. Just wish he had a little bit more substance to him. Well, I guess we'll see if he ever gets that substance. And I, I would uh, say there are three really strong episodes. I uh, made note of the three that, you know, when I think season two, what I'm probably going to be thinking about. The Christmas episode, the train episode, and I, I like the Vegas episode. Yeah, those were my top ones, too. That they were really strong. And like looking back, and again, those are mostly in the second half of the season. So that says something where the first half seemed a little bit like filler, where the second half had more character progression. But they were just really great episodes. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. We talked about things that we liked. Is there anything off the top of your head that you didn't like about season two? Uh, you know, all I really made note was the filler episodes that, and even um, as filler goes, like some of them had stories where the secondary story just seemed really uh, unnecessary. Um, and I, I can talk about that more with the worst episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for me, just in general, um, I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I hated the way that Dr. Stephanie got treated. Like her story mm -hmm. arc was going somewhere and then it was just so abruptly ended. I think that they just did her dirty. And then um, Le Leonard's mom just can't stand her. <laughs> I, yep, uh, that was uh, one of the worst moments for me too. Uh, specifically, her singing karaoke with Sheldon. That it just annoyed me. I'm like, I, I could have ended the episode and been better for it. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so yeah, she was she was um no I don't think the right kind of annoying. At least Yeah, she's just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, we thought this was just an okay season, but what did everybody else think? I hopped on Rotten Tomatoes and looked at the scores. So it actually had a rotten score of one hundred percent. A rotten score? Yep. Their oh, there's some haters was... hating on that shit. I don't know, but they got 100%, and it got a 91% audience score. Ooh. So not too bad. And season one, I looked back, because I don't think we talked about this at our season one recap, but season one got 59% rotten score. It's a little shocking that that even got picked up for a season two with a 59%. But then again, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't dictate everything. But it got an audience score of 83. I hear click clacking. Are, yeah, I'm looking are, this up are, are, now. Are you, are you fact-checking me? I'm fact-checking you, Rob. <laughs> I don't believe you. You motherfucker. <laughs> you know, and I Rob's up. lying. <laughs> I messed up on a date on the next episode. We're recording a little out of, uh, out of order. Last week, we actually were already recorded uh, season three, episode one, and I, and I, and I messed up on a date. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> remember, it was the Star Trek one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things to look forward to in the next episode, but is that why you're fact-checking me? Oh, no, I wanted to see, because when you say 100%, that's a tomato score, right? When, you know, maybe I just don't know the uh, verbiage correctly, but when I think of rotten score, I think of the green splatter like it's bad. Oh, sorry, but I meant like the overall score. It's that, not that, rotten. It, that's it's, a good thing, right? Rotten uh, tomatoes scored it at not, 100%. Okay, it wasn't a 100% like... All right, bad verbiage. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and that might be what they go with. I just, I, you know, I guess I don't know. I just look for the little tomato or the green splatter more than anything. So <laughs> who needs language when you have a tomato? Yeah, and 100 <laughs> apparently. <laughs> But yeah, I'm surprised that season one, um, although critics are... Can't really trust them that well. But I mean, yeah. I do feel like Rotten Tomatoes actually does a good job like vetting their critics. They make sure that it's like an average score of like hundreds of like critics and everything like that. So, mm -hmm. But then again, they have been wrong a lot of times. I have been seeing uh, every once in a while, we'll just like throw on a movie that like christina wanted to see and i didn't i i just decided to like look at the rotten score and it's like wow this is like rotten at like 40 percent. you want to watch that and she's like well fuck you i still want to see it it's like okay baby whatever you want. 
You know, every now and then, too, it's like I'll watch a movie that's gotten great reviews and critic scores, and it's like, this is shit. Like, why did this get made? Yeah. And then I'll throw something in thinking it's going to be garbage and just, like, am enamored of it. Just love it to hell. And, uh, you know, my... Yeah, that, that's what happened with all those movies that she wanted to watch. We ended up, like, loving them. It's like, well, this is really good. Why did this get, like, such a bad score? It's weird. I, I you know, it's just personal choice to taste i guess to some extent yeah it's weird <laughs> well we can't really trust it that well but either way it trust scored no very one. well we enjoyed it so that's really all that matters and hope you enjoyed it too it wasn't rotten it just had a no. high rotten score there <laughs> yes. we go i understand it's all starting <laughs> to make sense up here <laughs> words <laughs> words this is why i'm an english teacher <laughs> yep. and i'm not <laughs> i don't do the words very well words <laughs> all right well onward with the the superlatives so let's talk best episode what did you think were the best episodes of season two I, I got uh, my top one, Terminator Decoupling. Yep, that was there a was great a train, episode. Great guest star, funny stuff. Uh, I, I love that episode. It's great. Yeah, that was my second favorite episode. What was your favorite? My favorite was uh, episode three, The Barbarian Sublimination. And I just love it because I love video games. And I love mm. just like the whole conversation about video game addiction that we mm -hmm. had too. Just kind of like seeing like Penny kind of dive into their world a little bit. Yeah. I, I saw that IQ point and it started bringing it back to me. Uh, it was one that like I liked, but it was kind of uh, not one that came to my mind right away either. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite IQ point, but it was definitely a, a favorite topic of mine. Kind of just discussion. talking about just like video games in general, how like yeah. it's not necessarily a bad thing. Video games aren't a bad thing. Like mm -hmm. people like the media paints it as like it's this terrible thing that that's rotting our brains. But there's a lot of redeeming factors when it comes to video game playing. It's an easy and, scapegoat, right? Like, yeah. oh, video games are new. They're different. So we can blame them for everything. And that's, yeah. uh, that's garbage. It's also interesting about the whole, like, video game tournament thing that we talked about, too. Like, there's a lot of money in video game tournaments. Too. Yeah, a lot. It's, it's, it's a whole sport in itself. <laughs> I, I would say my second favorite was the Christmas episode. I, you know, that's partially I just love uh, Christmas. Uh, and... You know, I thought that Leonard's story was okay, but the Sheldon story made the episode for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah him trying to figure out like an equal gift. <laughs> gift. Because uh, it's something that we all kind of suffer through, except he's just being a, li a little exaggerated about that. But we all kind of have gone through that where it's like, okay, someone got me this gift or someone's getting me a gift. So that means I have to reciprocate but I don't want to overdo it, but I also don't want to underdo it, too. And it's one of my top five points of the whole season when uh, she gives him uh, Leonard Nimoy's autograph, and mm -hmm. he's just, like, thrown off, like, I have no like no idea. She broke him, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, take all the baskets. So, like, yeah, uh, and something that, like, could not be expected and something as an audience member, I wasn't, like, I was planning on her getting him something good, but not something that would crush him like that or something like kind of bad where he's like, 
this doesn't even deserve a basket, but I love the direction they took with it. And I'm going to remember it fondly. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what would have happened if she, if she actually gave him something crappy. Right. Like, yeah. excuse himself and just like, not come back. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> Here's a pat on the shoulder. Merry Christmas. <laughs> would you have any other noteworthy best episodes? Because I only marked the, the, those two. You know, I have the Vegas one. And, you know, I really liked just the trip and... Also, I mean, this is the episode where Sheldon gets locked out. So some interesting or fun stuff where Penny takes care of him and he actually has a gentle side where he thanks her. He then backs that up with saying, you can leave now. <laughs> but uh, I, I did like that. Yeah, that connection and that she's able to connect with him in a way that nobody else really seems to be. And, you know, the Vegas part, uh, with the prostitute was kind of funny too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those were my top three episodes. Cool. Uh, now we'll just get negative. Let's talk negative. worst episode. Dun, dun, dun. I didn't hate any episode, but one thing like that makes it the worst episode, as we mentioned before, it's Leonard's mom. So season two, episode 15, the maternal capacitance. I just hate Leonard's mom so much to the point that I just really don't enjoy seeing her really ever. You know, it's weird because that episode has one of my favorite moments. And, uh, yeah, uh, so when, uh, in that episode where Leonard's mom has Penny and Leonard both, like, really questioning their lives... And Penny's dressed up like a man because uh, she's having father issues. Yeah. And they almost hook up. Like, I like that dynamic. But like you said, uh, his mother's character is so annoying that I just uh, couldn't give that a favorite episode. It's just I really liked him going over and she looks like a slob. And it's like, what yeah. do you want? <laughs> yeah, I remember like, she, like, it was like a baseball jersey and the backwards hat and everything like that. Yeah. For me, uh, the episode I, I didn't like was uh, I felt the like the feud that they had with Penny and Sheldon. Yeah. yeah, the feud wasn't that great. And the secondary story where Howard and um, Raj are trying to break into the model's house. Mm. It, it That, for me, is the definition of filler episode. Like, it goes a little bit against their characters. It doesn't develop anything. Um, you could delete that and they may be a stronger storyline overall. Like, it was just... Uh, yeah, complete filler in it. Not to mention a little bit offensive and creepy at the end. So, yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, it was almost like this weird take on Revenge of the Nerds, but Revenge of the Nerds did not age well at all. Yeah. Was, like, And there was no real follow-up to it either. It's like, well, did you get caught? What happened to you? Because we did an IQ point on that on what would happen to you, and not good things. Not good things. <laughs> Although, I mean, if uh, Raj would have gotten a date out of it and there would have been a couple episodes where he's dating a model, like, uh, that would make it not filler, right? It would have uh, progressed it and maybe he was, like, thinks about, like, that was really creepy, but she likes me or something. I don't know. But he would have to be drunk for to talk, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, that episode kind of rubbed me wrong. But I, I agree with you that uh, Leonard's mom is, <sighs> no, that karaoke part, I was just like, I didn't need that. It didn't make me laugh. Yeah, it was almost like they were trying to humanize her a little bit for not being a total bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it didn't go so well. It's like, you still don't really like her. You're still butchering that song. That's amazing. 
Yeah, and like why, like at the end of it, like just because her and Sheldon get along doesn't mean that she would like karaoke. In fact, like I had no comprehension why I see Sheldon because he's kind of dorky on one side, right? Like when I say dorky, I mean he likes comic book stuff. He likes video games, rock band, but she's didn't really show any signs of liking video games or relaxing. So it seemed kind of weird. Well, I think it was also because like they, they, they subtly mentioned that there was a release of endorphins and everything like that when you do it. So there is like a scientific aspect for doing yeah. it. But like you said, it is a little out of character. You'd think that she would have done something else. Mm-hmm. You'd think that she would have, she actually finds release and relax in something else, like reading an academic paper or something like that. Yeah. Or belittling her child. <laughs> Making my kid want to kill himself. That's what I like to do. Oh, I feel so relaxed now. <laughs> Transference of negative energy yeah. onto my kid. All right. Um, any other noteworthy, terrible episodes? You know, I think that's the one that came to mind the most. Uh, yeah. Those two I, are pretty bad, but n- nothing like I, w- I would never skip them in my rewatch, though. I'll yeah. still watch it not that bad uh you know i that's a good question if there's ever an episode in anything that i would skip because it's so bad oh i know i have one off the top of my head what you haven't seen you haven't seen the office (laughs) oh there is oh yeah you you kind of started it like wait how far along are you i'm like almost in with season two oh nice (laughs) uh in fact at friendsgiving the other day i i mentioned like so I've been watching The Office, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's a really funny show. I'm like, no, I'm watching it for the first time. And they're like, you haven't seen The Office? I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. I, I think part of this was that uh, I was uh, in Japan for, like, a year while these shows were getting popular. And then I came back, and I didn't have cable because I was going to grad school, and I was so busy with grad school that I didn't really watch anything, and I didn't need cable. And then uh, streaming came out, and we had to wait for them to come to streaming and so now i'm finally catching up like 15 years later yeah. <laughs> believe it or not people but there was a time before streaming there was yeah we actually had to record things on on vhs tapes <laughs> we had the little what? timer yeah. <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. you would screw up and it would record at like three in the morning instead of yeah. three in the afternoon and you were watching porn <laughs> that, that nothing wrong with that <laughs> it was a nice little surprise <laughs> The magic of VHS. <laughs> well, there is an episode. Um, God, I forgot what, what season. I think it's like season six. I want to say it's like season six. It's, any Office fans out there, they know what I'm talking about. It's called Scott's Tots. I'll leave it at that. But that every time I rewatch The Office, I skip that episode. I just can't. I, I can't. <laughs> huh. Well, I'll get there sooner or later. Yeah, you'll get there and just remember that. You'll, you'll be watching it like, oh. You'll have to let me know what, what you think of it. Fuck you for making me watch The Office. It's so bad. <laughs> Ruined. Ruined. Over. Yeah, so like, like with the Big Bang there, I don't know if there's an episode that I, I would actually skip. But, but then again, we have... Um, 10 more seasons to get through so so i may have just forgotten something there might be something in there that you're repressing a little bit it's locked behind a door in the mind yeah all right moving along let's talk about our best and favorite moments of season two i have one two three i have five i came up with five good and five bad actually no i only came up with three bad i i thought i came up with five but 
Uh, maybe I just gave up. I don't know. <laughs> but I do have five good. All right. So let's, uh, we'll just uh, do a little popcorn Black talking then. Like you go with yours, you go with one of yours, I'll go with one of mine, and so forth. So, so for that? me, uh, Howard being Leslie's little bitch. Mm. <laughs> that was so funny. And then he was so brokenhearted when she dumped him. <laughs> that was so good and it made so much sense that they yeah. like they actually got they, they would have made like a really good couple kind of yeah <laughs> and so for as bad as howard is that uh put things into perspective <laughs> i love that dynamic <laughs> she broke up with them <laughs> one of mine is season two episode five in euclid alternative uh it's when the the driving simulation and he crashes and then penny smacks him with a pillow <laughs> that was like one of like i laughed so hard <laughs> at that that was a good scene i remember uh that was one of the episodes too that like when i was going back i'm like oh i thought that was season one but yeah. it was season two <laughs> it was yeah. so early on in season two <laughs> so two um raj realizing his beer was non-alcoholic on the train Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the old placebo effect <laughs> and it made it great because i'm like i saw the can and i'm like i don't think that has alcohol in it was that supposed <laughs> to be and then they mention it and i'm like oh yeah. <laughs> uh for me uh we mentioned already when penny gives sheldon the napkin with leonard nimoy's dna on it that's actually my third one too yeah, and Nimrod's autograph and DNA. Yeah, just his genuine reaction was just like, "Oh my god, this is the most like <laughs> nothing can ever trump this." It would be fun if they actually like bring that up again, like if they ever get mad at each other, and Penny could just like mention it and be like, "Well, hey, remember I got you that awesome gift? Maybe you could let this go." Uh, although at the same time, I see Penny like not realizing how like he reacted like that but for her it's like oh, it's just an autograph i don't care so yeah. i could see her just completely forgetting it too but it would be nice to come back if it did like maybe framed or something yeah yeah uh so that was your third one so my next one was um in season two episode four the griffin equivalency when um sh when they're trying to fake being happy with with raj sheldon's smile when he doesn't know how to smile and he does that really creepy smile oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> every time i see him make that smile i can't not laugh it's just like <laughs> like <What is> <laughs> we're, we're supporting raj not trying to kill batman my fourth one was um dr stephanie giving sheldon a fake exam and he's going along with it and she's like okay whatever she's just like a nice person and yeah. uh, uh <laughs> the old sheldonectomy the sheldonectomy <laughs> yeah we got an email from a um from a fan i forgot sorry i forgot who it was but like she said that she's a nurse and she's given her fair share of shell of sheldonectomy <laughs> it comes up <laughs> uh, my next one is from the work song nano cluster it was our rewatch oh it wasn't our rewatch it was our uh, watch along video yeah. our, our, our actual watch along and it was sheldon's first taste of coffee he puts on his flash costume and just starts zoom, zoom oh zoom, yeah zoom. <laughs> <laughs> zoom, zoom. <laughs> And uh, my fifth one, I already said this, uh, 
Leonard and Penny almost hooking up when his mom comes to town. Although I don't mm. like the mom, I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> her dressing up, questioning all her life choices. And... <laughs> and my last one is uh in the last episode, um, episode 23, it was when Sheldon went to knock on Penny's door and then Penny just started knocking back. Oh yeah, that was a good knock, one. Knock. Penny, knock, <laughs> Sheldon, knock, Sheldon, Penny, Sheldon, Penny, Sheldon, Sheldon, Sheldon. Sheldon. <laughs> I just like that because it kind of just—it's a small scene, but it just shows how comfortable Penny is incorporating herself in with the group. Yeah, it just shows like how they're kind of growing and bonding together as like one unit. Uh, I like uh, it through sheldon off his guard like he didn't know how to respond and i appreciate <laughs> comebacks like that that where people are like i, I what, what what do i say to that and so he just keeps knocking she broke him again <laughs> yep <laughs> cool cool well those are our best moments of season two um i actually did not write that many things down for worst moments uh so do you just want to Go with uh, yours? <laughs> sure, make me look like the bad guy. <laughs> okay, I do have one, but I already mentioned it. It's the Dr. Stephanie thing. I feel I still am very bitter and hurt with the way that she got treated because they made such a good couple. And in some levels, I feel like they make a better couple than Leonard and Penny. Yeah. Uh... They're both doctors. They're both like, like, they're both into each other. They both like, she is so kind and sweet and everything like that. It's like, she knows how to handle Sheldon. Granted, Penny knows how to handle Sheldon in her own way, more like a sibling kind of thing. But and yeah, I still, I'm still very like till this day, like years and years later, I'm still heard about that. That was on my list too, and even more specifically, Leonard being so confused when she was moving in. I'm like, ah, uh, I can't buy that. He's just playing stupid, or like not playing stupid, playing like he's dumb when he knew exactly what was going on because she's moving in, right? Uh, it's how relationships progress. And she had her stuff there and she was staying there. And to feign any other other reaction, I don't know. I don't, I didn't buy that. I was kind of frustrated. And then she just disappears, right? That he's like, oh, we can't move in. And yeah. Yeah. And they, and they hinted that she would come back too. Like, he kind of sighed was like, okay, I guess I'm never having sex again. And then he gets a text. He's like, oh, I guess I was wrong. So it's like, they're still hooking up. So it's like, and then yeah, they just got rid of going on? That was weird. So Maybe my the actress one's... just had like some other projects going on. That could be. I, I mean, know. she was around for three episodes, which for a guest star is uh, really good in most shows, right? So, you know, you think of... Uh, I don't think any of the other guest stars have stuck. Leslie, of course, uh, but in other shows, you know, take like Bruce Willis. He was around for like two episodes and he was like one of the biggest guest stars and friends. So, uh, uh, she, yeah, she was around for a while. It just would be nice to see her again because she was a great character. Yeah, I don't know if it's a spoiler. I guess I'll just pull the bandaid off you and just say she's not coming back and give her up ryan <laughs> I know. it would it would have been really cool if they brought her back like a little later on or something like that yeah even like uh scrubs like I i've really i was just re-watching the ending and oh uh, there's technically two endings right there's uh the, the main show was, yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> like the spinoff um and the spinoff didn't really get a suitable ending it was kind of uh, 
I don't know, the whole thing was kind of questionable. But the original show, uh, he walks out and, like, sees people from his past. And it was really nice, like, getting that uh, conclusive scene with these people that had impacted his life. So, I don't know, I, I would see uh, Dr. Stephanie coming back would have been nice uh, because she did seem so important, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I had worst moments. That was one of them. Then I already said Howard and Raj dressing up as Cableman for the model house. That seemed like uh, seemed a little too creepy and it seemed too filler that just didn't need to be there. And then also uh, Sheldon and Leonard's mom singing um, Leonard's mom specifically. But again, the karaoke just eh, like they butchered that song. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They done journey wrong. They done it wrong. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right, well, moving along, let's talk about our favorite guest actor slash character. And we can treat these as two se separate things, too. So it doesn't have to be the same person. So your favorite actor that came on and your favorite character. So should I just go down the list of all the guest actors and everything like that? Sure, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Kurt came back, uh, Brian Patrick Wade as Penny's ex-boyfriend. He was there. Uh, there was Travis Schultz. He played Eric, which was just some random guy that Penny dated for a little bit. I mentioned him because I've seen him in thousands of other things like Community and Scrubs. Mm. Uh, Charlie Sheen came, popped in as as himself. I forgot about that. Yeah, for like just a brief moment at the end of an episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wow. was in the middle when it was, uh, it was very early on in season two. It was when Raj what was on the cover of People. Uh huh. And then Charlie Sheen is like, uh, "Call me when you're on the cover." <laughs> yeah, just like brief, brief. I forgot. Yeah, that. <laughs> that 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 was a fantastic moment. Uh, Octavia Spencer was in this as a DMV employee. Ricky Lindholm was Ramona Nowitzki, who was trying to uh, get Sheldon to put her as credit on a paper, and he couldn't remember her name. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have in the notes is that uh, she basically treat, treats him like a king and idolizes him and says, maybe you could put my name on the paper. He's like, what was your name? <laughs> yeah. No, who are you again? Who are you? <laughs> and then there was, um, shoot, I need to look this person up again because I don't remember them. <laughs> oh, uh, Leo Tipton, who played herself. She, she was one of the models at the end of that bad episode. Uh... Uh, Emily Happ. Uh, Kathy O'Brien, who was the other girl after Ramona tried to take credit. It was the next med st or next student that tried to like latch on to Sheldon. Hmm. Then there was another model, uh, Samantha Potter. Then there's Michael Truco as David as Dr. David Underhill. That was the Christmas episode. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Summer Glau as herself. George Smoot, the George Smoot himself, played himself. Then there was the new neighbor, Alicia, um, Valerie Aslin. And then we have our prostitute from the Vegas renormalization, Michaela, played by Jody Lynn O'Keefe. And then we have our favorite, my fa one of my favorites, Dr. Stephanie Barnett, played by Sarah Rue. And then we have Barry Kripke, played by John Ross Bowie. And a theoretical nonsense favorite, Leslie Winkle, played by Sarah Gilbert. 
And a theoretical nonsense least favorite, Dr. Beverly Hofstadter, played by Christine Baranski. We hate Dr. Beverly, not Christine Baranski. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. I've seen her in a lot of other things. She's amazing. A lot of other things, yeah. and she always does a great job. Uh, she hits it's just the character. Uh, we don't like the character. <laughs> yep, that, that's it. <laughs> um, Stuart Bloom, the comic book owner, or comic book store owner, Kevin Sussman. And then we have Raj's parents, Brian George and Alice Amter. And I didn't realize this, but Alice Amter was in an episode an episode of Myth of Mythic Quest, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. Oh. Which episode? Yeah. Season two, episode seven. Uh the episode called Peter. When um CW goes to face his demons with his old friend. Uh she plays Magda, who was his caregiver. Uh, I didn't realize she did like wow it's like I didn't even re- realize that was her yeah she must be doing like a fake Indian accent <laughs> isn't that uh CW either that goes... or she does like an or or she does like a standard English accent very well <laughs> doesn't CW go to uh sleep with uh the guy's wife he's like I'm gonna yeah. get revenge <laughs> yeah I'm gonna get revenge on this guy I'm gonna fuck his wife I'm gonna <laughs> fuck his wife <laughs> and Rachel's just like what is what? happening right now <laughs> That's a great show. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my like twentieth rewatch of it right now. I'm on. I'm in the middle of season one right now, just kind of like playing the background kind of nice. thing. Oh, love it so much. But so do you want me to go? Oh, yeah, sorry, go that's ahead. the list. So, oh, sorry. Do you want to go first, or you want me to? I'll I go can. first. Okay, you go first. All right. I will say my uh, since I'm separating this between actors and characters i'm gonna say my favorite actor is ricky lindholm just because i really love ricky lindholm just in general mm-hmm. um she's one half of garfunkel notes yeah who i love so i actually just really liked her care like i liked her she was a great actress to cast in that role because that character was so like funny and manipulative <laughs> she just did it so well and she's just really trying to like yeah pretty too so like for her to be doting on sheldon is kind of like this is weird but it builds up the ante and uh yeah it's like tall beautiful skinny blonde is super (laughs) into sheldon what is worshiping him giving him foot rubs yeah (laughs) (laughs) but then we all find out that there's a snake in the garden (laughs) she did great yep and then i think my favorite character is actually stewart I love Stuart. Now until the end of the series. Love Stuart. Uh, I'd like to see him come back. Uh, you don't ruin that one for me because I, I want to keep my Well, you've up. seen him in multiple. You've seen him in multiple episodes. Yeah. So, like, and he's a solid and he, character. And he's the owner of the comic book store. You know he's yeah. they, uh, they It's like, shoot, what, what day is it? Every Thursday is comic book night or is it every Wednesday? It's comic book night. I thought it was every Wednesday, but I couldn't. I think it's every that. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> So for me, uh, you know, you know, I, I can't even count her as a win, but Leslie is, she always steals a show for me. Uh, she is just fantastic. And like I mentioned, her and Howard's uh, relationship this season. <laughs> loved it. Um, Sarah Rue was a great addition, but honestly, uh, maybe it was partially because it was one of my favorite episodes. But Summer Glau uh, on the train, 
I thought she did an excellent job and she uh perfect character actress or actress playing herself to pit the guys against each other in the way that they were that it, it worked really well because she's uh, just a great actress. So <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. And she had some great facial expressions as they were hitting on her. Just like, <laughs> like I loved it. Moving on to IQ points. IQ points. So to sum up season two, we actually had 166 IQ points. Dang. Yep. Granted, we even skipped an episode. We since we did our um our reaction to work song nanocluster, and we even talked yeah. about an IQ point in the middle of that with Bluetooth and everything. Yeah. But like we could have done a lot more, so it should have been higher than 166. Probably would have been. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a lot of IQ points. So we learned a lot this season. Seriously, looking back at the list, I'm like kind of surprised. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember talking about that. That was really interesting. I'm. I was, yeah, I surprised myself looking at that. Yeah. Granted, not everything was educational. Some things were just like, well, this came out at this date and it doesn't coincide with the episode. But like, but we still learned a lot. It was all fun. It was fun yeah, talking about like, it and yeah. thinking about. <clears throat> yeah. We're one step closer to getting that PhD. Yeah. All right, so let's talk favorite IQ points. Do you and do popcorn again? You, you, yeah, I did. Yeah, I have five. Five, my uh, top five. I have how many do you have? Five, and then I have a special mention, and I have a funny runner up. Oh, <laughs> all right. Since you have more, uh, you should start first. Huh. Um, in episode 22, the discussion of karma, I think that's fascinating. I love talking about it. With Taylor Swift's song Karma coming out, um, I think that's um, an important conversation to have with uh, Hindu appropriation, cultural appropriation, and understanding it. And, you know, we can set or not segue, but we can uh, create our own definition of what karma is. But I think it's in spirituality and feeling enlightened and happy with ourselves understanding and finding a meaning in karma i just thought that was really important yeah nice <laughs> my favorite of this season was in episode three it was what there there it was the discussion of non-newtonian fluids it was when they were playing with cornstarch and water with the boom box uh -huh. and how there are certain materials out there when you add a, a specific factor like um energy to it it actually changes the way it acts and, and behaves and i like this because it's it's something you see every day well i see every day as a chef i see almost every day but i just don't realize it even with ketchup i learned that ketchup is also a non-newtonian fluid its behavior changes based off the action by like shaking it or letting it sit and everything like that so i found that fascinating and i had no idea that it was even a thing. Like I always knew that it was kind of a thing, but not really a thing. And also it was that going into, they're actually creating bulletproof armor based off non-Newtonian non fluids. I was going to say that was uh, a very strong contender because you, I remember you bringing that up and I hadn't found that p bit of information, but that is so cool because apparently uh, using these fluids, uh, they can't be penetrated at a certain point or like the right fluid can't be if it's uh, 
turned into a solid at the right state and so it could be a bulletproof vest like a liquid yeah. vest it's so cool <laughs> it's crazy like if you put enough water in cornstarch mm-hmm. it's kind of pliable but then if you actually like try to like stab it or something like that it's it'll actually stop it yeah it's insane <laughs> it's so it's hot. that's science <laughs> hashtag science, science. <laughs> So uh, my second one, episode four, and I think about this every time I, God damn, most of mine are about restrooms. Uh, Wow, I didn't realize (laughs) that. Um, that, That's the big thing about, has anybody heard about men think about Rome like 10 times a day or something? Have you heard about that? Rome, as in like the city Rome? Yeah, yeah, this whole civilization, culture, uh, Maybe not 10 times a day, but apparently men think about it on average several times a week and women never think about it. Uh, Saturday Night Live just did a, uh, I'll have to send it to you, did, just did a spoof on it. But it's like a TikTok thing where people go around and say, hey, honey, do you think about Rome? He's like, yeah, I think about it. Uh, but I was talking about it with my friends the other day. And for most of us, it's the fact that they had indoor plumbing. And for some reason, indoor plumbing was a thing. They were hygienic. They used restrooms inside. And things fell apart and they started pooping in ditches or in the streets that they walked in. And I'm like, if we can go backwards like that, it could happen again. And I don't want to go back again. So I regularly think about bathrooms and how lucky we are to have them. Um, Anyways, the first one I have, paper towels versus blow dryers. And the mm. fact that paper towels are, in recorded studies, supposed to be more hygienic, but those studies are all founded by paper towel manufacturers. So it's, uh, you know, um, not a true fact, but, you know, when you're in a restroom, it's something to think about when you're drying your hands. That was actually a very fascinating one. And it was one of the inspirations of this podcast. Like when I was watching this for like the first time and the million other times, I was like, is that really true? And it, based off the research, it's kind of, it's true. It's, but again, the research is a little, uh, it's, it's a little biased it's because biased. it's based on who it's funded by. Mm-hmm. My next favorite was what one thing that, that we talked about earlier is what does the law say about secretly recording others? And this was inspired by Howard and um, it was actually not the Howard Raj thing. It was actually off, um, the first episode of season two was when Howard posted that camera up in the hallway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause then we learned that it's actually public domain. A hallway is technically public domain. So mm-hmm. Howard, even though you're being creepy legally, you're fine. Yeah. But then the other one with the, um, them going to the model's house, that is totally illegal and lots of jail time fines. They overstepped the boundary. Yeah. That's yeah. I forgot that that first one in the hallway was a thing. Man, yeah. that's a good point. Now, my, my third one is kind of a two-parter as well. See, uh, episode 6 and episode 22. And I brought this up because uh, I remember talking in 22. I'm like, didn't we talk about this? And you couldn't remember it. But space station waste. Mm-hmm. And in episode 6, we talked about how they're working on being able to burn it and uh, be able to use it and how it's dealt with. But in uh, episode 22... We talked about how toilets worked and uh, 
don't know. I just can't get over the fact of having a little vacuum on your private parts looking at your waist. Uh, but I mean, you got to do vacuum. what you got to do. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I can use one of those in my in my home. Right? <laughs> Maybe by my bed so I don't have to get out of bed in the yeah. night. <laughs> Well, my next one was actually um, an odd one, but a fun one, because it led to just the education of just a city that I would never have thought about before. Are you talking about Rome? No. <laughs> I'm talking Traverse City, Michigan. Mm. Yeah, they, they mentioned that in episode one, where Sheldon was, um, suppo- like, he rejected... Um, a research job at, um, miles away from Traverse, Michigan. So we tried to figure out what city it was, but it yeah. led to this weird deep dive into that city in itself. And it's a, such a fascinating city and it would actually be fun to visit at some point. Was that the one where they were thinking about doing a particle accelerator there or something? What, what was yeah. the reason? Oh, okay. yeah. That, that, that was what was That's why we okay. talked about that. But Traverse City seems like a really fun town. Like a lot a fun of fun place. Like interesting things to do. Like they're really into beer. You and I really That's into where beer. I'm at. <laughs> so yeah. So that was one of my favorites. So my fourth one was um episode three, the discussion of everything is about sex. And that line and that quote, um, and the quote goes, uh, everything is about sex except sex. Sex is about power. And after we did that discussion, like, I've just been thinking about, like, how advertisements work in society, how people persuade people, and that sex, like, does come down, like, even if it's not discussed, it has a huge part to play in how we work as a society. And then the sex itself, like, is usually never about actual sex. It's about who has the power in the relationship. Not always, but uh, enough that I think it's, it fascinated me and got me thinking a lot. Well, sorry to transition back to the office, but there actually is, um, in the very end of the series, there's a character that has that exact discussion, too. Ooh. So, yeah, let me know when you get to season eight. <laughs> and that's after the bad episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if I get there. You will get there. <laughs> I don't want to watch anymore. You're watching, Ryan. You will watch this. <laughs> um my fourth one was episode 13 when they're talking about pudding and tapioca is tapioca poisonous is what we talked about and we learned that in it's true everything that sheldon said is true and i love that we deep dived into the production of tapioca and how they make it how they like have these giant equipment specifically for tapioca to like dehydrate it and dry it and like process it that's uh one every time at the store and i pass by pudding i think about tapioca now (laughs) and so it's like wow (laughs) oh my god i actually did find out where they put the the um you mentioned when we were talking about that topic um was the specialty puddings like Reese's and stuff like that? Yeah, Reese's. Do you say Reese's or Reese's? I say Reese's. I think I say Reese's. Okay, I've heard people say Reese's. At yeah, work. I mean, I, I might. No, I'm going to be cautious now that I'm Reese's. Like, actually, what, what yeah, because it's like if you Reese's, Reese's. All right, it's like a <laughs> popper soda yeah. type thing. It's like yeah. I don't know which one I say until you actually yeah. say it. Like, oh, so I say soda. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I found out where they are in my grocery store. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Yeah, they're in, like the specialty area right next to to like the the yogurt and everything like that. That's the clearance bin. <laughs> <laughs> it got to go. It's gotta go. <laughs> On the bright side, they have like uh, expiration dates that are out like several years. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So my final one, episode two, back to bathrooms, the discussion of blue ice. In fact, I uh, somebody posted a picture of a strange rock that they had in their yard today on Facebook. And I had to stop myself from saying, that's blue ice, don't touch it. But blue ice was, uh, was a reminder to everybody, basically uh, airplanes will get rid of their waste sometimes or uh, it will corrode outside the tanks and fall off and there will be chunks of blue ice that are basically toilet water from airplanes mixed with sewage and they will fall and land on earth and sometimes you'll find like a piece of blue ice coming to earth that's really just bathroom material don't touch it don't touch the if you see a blue rock don't, don't touch, touch it, it. <laughs> run away good <laughs> so yeah i'm surprised three of mine are about toilets <laughs> i think <laughs> Well, my last one is episode 17 um, on the train where they talk about pumpernickel. It actually does mean fart goblin. Howard was not making that up. That was my funny runner up. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> so worth talking about. It means fart goblin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was a fun uh, history of the word and uh, vocabulary of pumpernickel, too. It, yeah. <laughs> it's fart goblin. <laughs> My um, special mention was uh, the comic book store talking about the Hellblazer comics mm. and getting into the discussion that they are Constantine. And the other night, uh, Thanksgiving, um, with all the movie deals going on for Black Friday, I went ahead and ordered all the Constantine cartoons that exist. So, uh, nice. I mean, there's Constantine one with uh, that live action with Keanu Reeves. I heard they're making a sequel, but there's like, I think four different cartoons, uh, two justice league things, one Con uh, Constantine movie. And then another like short or something. And I'm like, I, I want to see those. I like his story. Yeah. So he, he is a very interesting and unique character. Mm hmm. And he's basically a detective that hunts demons, so I, I think he's fun. Kind of scary. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a day job, hunting demons. All right. Um, so that was actually all that I had. So I think the last topic, unless you have so something else to bring, is your Sheldon points. My Sheldon points. That's what I have left. So, yeah, you didn't share a list with me, so I couldn't really pick my favorite oh, Sheldon God, points. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> like, um, but you, as the Sheldon, what were your noteworthy, like, Sheldon points? All right, so at, uh, points of me not being like Sheldon, I have to say 2.6, I have a point of being enthusiastic about brisket. And our whole party with the brisket and trying new brisket and talking about it. Fun time. I just great memories. Uh, I love that. Not Sheldon point. Uh, also in episode 10, I, as we've talked about Stephanie, I've had to fight from laughing, but when she tells Leonard that his feelings matter too, he goes, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's just uh, so many times I say, like, that doesn't sound right. Like, Ryan, what do you think? I'm like, why me? <laughs> like, me. <laughs> My feelings matter. Um, and then also, uh, I, I think mostly this was your reaction on it. But in episode 13, talking about tanukis, Japanese raccoon dogs, having testicles. And you bringing up a picture of like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe, like, yeah, everybody needs to Google a tanuki right <laughs> You don't even have to add testicles. They will come up with testicles. It's... That's like, they're one and the same. Click on that image button and you'll see it. <laughs> so, um, points being like Sheldon, uh, top one, I think, is also connected with the Christmas episode, but his speech on Saturnalia... I just love that discussion so much. And I go off and onto it with random people. And they're like, why are you talking to strangers, Ryan? I'm like, I have to talk about Saturnalia. <laughs> so yeah, um, the whole Christmas history of Christmas. I love it. Um, episode five and technically episode 15. There's two that uh, kind of connect that make me like Sheldon. But I, at one point he goes, I'm not a child. Now take me to go get Star Wars sheets. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I see that like me. I'm like, I'm mature. Treat me respectfully and professionally. Let's go to the, the Lego store. <laughs> mm. And the second one was uh, when he like looks at everybody and goes, you went to the comic book store without me? <laughs> and I, I could see... Ignoring being, everything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what my girlfriend, uh, Kelsey, the other day... Uh, mentioned that she went with a friend to a new comic book store. I'm like, with, without me? <laughs> and you didn't think to call me? <laughs> like, but, well. But I go to comic book stores too. Well, Kelsey, you're in the doghouse now. <laughs> Apparently it was for a Christmas present. So I'm, I'm going to let her have this one. Uh, as long as the Christmas present is good. <laughs> for you, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that makes sense then. <laughs> yeah i was actually just talking to christina about like we've been like talking about like christmas decorations and everything like that so mm -hmm. yeah christmas is just around, the corner, just around the corner and we've been talking about how we want to decorate our house and everything and i've been trying to like hold off a little bit because i guess um everyone should know like this summer i'm getting a new house so we're gonna be moving soon but because of that i'm like dude we should not buy anything this year because it's just one extra thing that i have to move that's true <laughs> guess what i have to pack that shit up and move it so can we just not and then she's like well i was online and i saw the home alone lego house and i'm like okay done <laughs> it's sold <laughs> you should buy that right now <laughs> so hopefully it comes back in stock soon <laughs> nice <laughs> I will move the shit out of that. <laughs> and it'll still be in one piece. <laughs> I will be holding it the whole way to the new house. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully you'll be able to visit this like summer then. Like uh, we awesome. close in May, June. So anytime after that, maybe we'll do another watch along reaction video for another brisket. Three. Brisket party. Brisket party. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll smoke it. Yeah. yeah have some grasshoppers mm -hmm. yeah a little sweet with the salty <laughs> <laughs> grasshopper brisket now that's a party <laughs> but yeah okay back to big bang theory that uh -huh. was a great episode though 
all Christmas episodes, all yeah. Christmas things. <laughs> they always uh, reach me. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That was it. So without further ado, we didn't mention this in the beginning, but we have our, we have the announcement of our Amazon winner. Yay! So we have tasked the audience to give us five-star reviews. So we put all of the people who gave us a five-star review, at least the ones that actually reached out to us, because that was, we didn't want a Spartacus situation on our hand. So you had to give us the review and then shoot us an email just so we knew who you were and everything. Yeah. Just to make sure it's real and everything. Because we didn't want to say, oh, I'm Pixie. No, I'm Pixie. I'm Pixie. Yeah. Rod, I'm Shout sorry, to, but I'm Pixie. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Pixie Poe. Um, but yeah, so we are actually recording this a little earlier, so we are going to insert a clip of the drawing. And now we're cutting to the day of the drawing. The it's time. Yep, the 100 Amazon gift card to our five-star reviewers. So before we do that, we do just, just want to say thank you to everyone that's given us a five-star review it's been a huge help we really appreciate it like all the kind words and everything it really just keeps us going so we want to just really kinda... through the year they yeah. have made our days and weeks and uh we really appreciate all the nice things you've said to us uh, yeah it's you. what keeps us going mm. our massive egos <laughs> <laughs> all right so without further ado we have six entrants we have all their names in this shoe box beautiful Give box me. For anybody um that's not on video here we go all rattling in there Shake and, if up, you didn't, Rob. and if you don't win and you get mad at someone get mad at me i'm the one doing the drawing ryan is still an <laughs> asshole but <laughs> yeah you can be mad at me for other reasons but not this <laughs> all right here we go winner oh, i want to look inside yeah, right. don't look inside all right Winner is. Make sure I only have one. Winner is. Um, Pixie Po 01. Pixie Po! Woo! Thank you, Pixie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you've sent us uh, some emails. You're following us on TikTok. I saw you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we will be sending you a, an Amazon. Well, I'm actually going to. You'll probably get get this email before this launches because i'm going to email you tonight so to let you know. just to give you a heads up so we will in be sending this very it, shortly in case you decide that you know what give it to charity i'm feeling generous it's christmas Actually, it's the holidays it turns out i don't like your podcast that much <laughs> never mind <laughs> tomorrow all of a sudden we see a one-star review <laughs> suckers nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks again we're hoping to do another sort of drawing or giveaway at some point in the coming year but uh we still have to coordinate that but we will let everyone know yeah but yeah. uh thanks again everyone we really appreciate it and happy holidays and back to the recap episode right now congratulations winner yay <laughs> thank you for giving us the five star review we really appreciate it it really helps the podcast out it really helps us get that reach out there so hopefully we'll lure in some more viewers some listeners hopefully we'll get some more 
reviews. Hopefully, we'll be able to, to do this again. Hopefully, Ryan and I don't go broke doing this. And <laughs> we could actually do another five-star review or just some sort of contest. So we'll have to kind of talk about that, uh, how we want to approach season three. Mm-hmm. But um, that's pretty much it for season two. We're moving on into season three, which I'm very excited about. I looked at the IMDb list on that, and I'm there's some very exciting episodes coming up. I'm gonna try to like talk about this, like as the viewers out there. I'm sure you've seen all the episodes. You know what's gonna happen. But again, Ryan has never seen this stuff, so we want to keep it no spoilers because no this needs to be unleashed to him organically but we do get to meet some new people we're gonna get some very very good guest stars apparently not dr stephanie (laughs) yeah ruined it rob (laughs) podcast over (laughs) uh maybe there's a christmas episode yay (sighs) possibly a halloween Uh, one too because season one had a really good halloween episode uh there might be some amazing nerd theme episodes Lord of the Rings. Um, Things that we've questioned in the past might be explained. Mm. Maybe the elevator. Maybe how they meet each other. Maybe. Who knows? No spoilers, right? Sky's the limit. Things to look forward to. Any other last minute thoughts on season two or anything that you're hoping for in season three i'm just excited to see where it goes uh i know there's gonna be more cool guest stars uh and i like the relationships i'm curious uh where things are gonna go with penny and leonard uh and i want to i want to see more development with howard and raj uh they are great characters and with leslie this season i just loved howard getting done i've been I have been getting ahead on re- on watching this and taking my my notes and everything like that. There uh-huh. is a great episode with just Howard and Raj, like they're like, because you know they're best friends. Yeah, you know they hang out together a lot, but it's fun to see what they do together. Uh huh. So going... you, it's it's coming up. It's coming up. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate all the viewership. We really appreciate all the five-star reviews. So another call to action. Please give us a five-star review. Contest isn't happening, but maybe we'll do it again towards the end of season three. Maybe we'll just say, hey, let's give out another $100 gift card. Why not? It could happen. Yeah, because obviously I'm swimming in money like Scrooge mcduck with uh, buying a new house obviously having a kid yeah (laughs) i have a kid i'm throwing it down to down payment on the house obviously i have disposable income to you're buying a home alone lego obviously obviously Obviously. scrooge mcducking it everywhere just throwing (laughs) the the gold the gold coins everywhere (laughs) well thanks again um we'll see you next time happy holidays everyone Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy holidays. Well, I guess just to be PC, happy holidays. (laughs) Yeah. I like all the holidays. Krampusnock, uh, Saturnalia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Happy Saturnalia to everyone. Everyone. (laughs) We will see you next time when we enter season three. The 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What was the name of that? <laughs> what show are we watching?" Right, so. <laughs> we'll see you next time when we enter season three, episode one, "The Electric Can Opener Fluctuation." See you then. See you next time. Bye. This was theoretical nonsense, the Big Bang Theory watch along podcast. No PhD required. Our intro and outro music is by Alex Gore, and our logo is by John Kim. Thanks for listening. <laughs>